Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. All right, guys. Welcome back. Earn your leisure. This is a very special episode. Um, Shout out to Philadelphia. Yeah, we, the great we, city we, went, we went back to the, the city of brotherly love. Yes. Yeah, They've yeah. been so good to us. We have you in Philly. So a few weeks ago, I'm on Instagram. Um, like I'm always on Instagram all day, every day. Every day. <laughs> all and, day. Um, somebody tagged me in United Masters. Shout out to United Masters. Yeah, shout out to the boys they, over there. They did a post and they had a, um, a young man that was an entrepreneur. And uh, somebody was like, yo, get him on Earn Your Leisure. So I looked at it and um, I looked at the post. And it was a dope story. It was a 14-year-old that uh, retired his mom. That was a, that was the caption. 14-year-old entrepreneur retires his mom. He had a clothing company named Spurgo out of Philadelphia. So um, it was dope. I liked his energy. I did some some research on him. So I, I reached out to him. I'm like, yeah, Yo, you interested on, on coming on the podcast? <laughs> I said, <for> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hit me. He, he hit us right back. Like, yeah, let's do it. I, I would love to, Mr. Rashad, Mr. Troy. <laughs> I, said, I like this kid. <laughs> let's do it. So um, Trey Brown, 14-year-old entrepreneur that's killing the game right now with his, his own clothing brand called Spurgo. 14. Um, and all of the rappers are wearing it. The baby has been spotted in it. Little Dirk, 
uh, Meek Mill, Diddy, Diddy, who's actually a mentor to Himself. him. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Blueface, all of it, and he, he's killing it. And he's on Instagram. He's promoting. Yeah. He's um. He's on got Fox News, man. Right. P- posted up with Shaq. Yeah. This guy's busy. CNN, all that. So um, so yeah. So we got not only him, but we also he couldn't be here without his mom. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the we got the boss. Permission slip was signed. Yes, yes. Sherelle Peterson, his mom, um, retired school teacher, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to the teachers. So this is our first uh parent and son, mother and son yeah. um it's my, episode. It's my baby. So um <laughs> this this is gonna be a good one. So first and foremost, thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So all right, so let's let's get into it. So Spurgo, right? So if you're on Instagram, you 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 probably seen him, um, and all the celebrities are wearing it, and you're doing your thing. But it's only been around for a short period of time, and you're young. You're 14 years old, right? right. So you started this when you was 12, right? 12 January 2018. Um, I started with my birthday money, 178 dollars. Got my first 16 T-shirts. Um, sold out that week. Um, then I was able to reinvest, double up, 32 T-shirts. Um. Just from there, we just kept on growing and kept on building. Turned two into a four, four, two. Yeah, that boy doubled right. up quick, right? <laughs> right? So, but what made you even want to start a clothing? Because, like, at 12 years old, mm-hmm. most kids is thinking about video games mm-hmm. or they're thinking about sports or they're thinking about, you know, stuff that they're not thinking about business, let alone starting a business themselves. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Like, what gave you the idea that I want to be an entrepreneur? Uh, so, I didn't even know what I. Entrepreneur <laughs> met at the time, uh, but so it was two. It was two things. So bit, so clothing really because my mom she's a seamstress, and then coming from a household church every Sunday, and I'm getting like really dressed up, suit ties, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like you can't come out the house looking a mess in my household. You gotta like <laughs> be right sneaks, um, and then business because you know I wanted to show the youth like, look, you could like you could own a business, you could get on jets, you could travel, because um, in my city of Philadelphia, there's not a lot of hope. Like, if you grow up in poverty and that's all you see, you know, that's all you know. Um, so I'm just showing the youth, like, look, you could go to Hawaii, you could go to Miami, you could, like, you, you know could, what I'm you saying? You could chill with Diddy. You're right. <laughs> right. And you could, uh, you know, you could build a business and you could build a global brand and, um, and you could do whatever, like, the sky is the limit. And I want to show the youth, like, look, this is like here's an example, and I wanted it to be, you know, uh, like a key factor, like to to show the youth, like look, chase your dreams, and you could do whatever, you know, you you whatever you so, want to be. So you were saying that um, a twelve year old murdered a thirteen year old, something like that. Something yeah. Like- so um, it was August. I remember. I think it was August 14th. Yeah, it was like August 14th. And I remember like it was yesterday. Um, a 14-year-old got arrested for mur- murdering a 13-year-old. And that hit me because, you know, that could have been me. That could have been my friend. That mm-hmm. could have been my cousin. And it hurt from like both sides of the like, you know, both sides. Like one kid, he's arrested. That's life. You know, he just missed out on life. All the things he could have accomplished, everything. And then, you know, another family, they... They lost a family member, a mom lost a son, um, a brother lost a brother. And, you know, that just hit me like, you know, that got to stop. And it was happening, like things like that was happening, like on a regular. Um, and it's just, it was starting to become normal. So um, 
I wanted to show the youth, like, look, like, we got we got to turn it up. Like, you could chase positive. your dream. Positive. And also, like, um, what I started doing was hiring, like, my friends, my cousins, um, brother, and everything like that, you know, and giving them opportunities to show them, like, you can make money um, in a positive way. You don't got to, you know, sell drugs and, you know, do negative things, you know, for money and different things like that. It's positive ways always out here. It's yeah. positive opportunities. All that at 12, man. What, what you going on with the name Spurgo? All right, so Spurgo, um, so Spurgo, I came up with the name Spurgo combining the words sports and heroes. And heroes really, um, heroes like people who are just like just saving me, you know, and showing me like positive things. So I will always watch people like Damon John, Diddy, uh, Jay-Z. So they were like my heroes. So that's where I got the hero word from. And then G-O, G-O um, I got, you know, I got that from like, you know, Spurgo is for the go-getters. It don't matter what your profession is, as long as you getting up, you working hard to your dream, um, and you grinding, you know, that's Spurgo. And we got like a few campaigns that means, you know, a lot of different things. So I got on the Leo sweatsuit, um, and it says established in 2018. And, you know, so that's just like showing the beginning um, and everything like that. You know, the Leo sweatsuit been seen like by like Diddy recently today. Um, I saw that. <laughs> baby. Um, a lot of just celebrities been seen wearing it. And then also we have another campaign, Spurgo Billionaire. And billionaire because um, every day, like I say, my affirmations, like I'm powerful, I'm strong, I'm a billionaire. So billionaire just affirming, you know, affirming that lifestyle, affirming like Spurgo going to be up there and, you know, just affirming positive things and affirming wealth. That's dope, man. So you got the first 16 T-shirts. You wasn't This wasn't like no lemonade stand. Right. What was the story of how you sold the first 16? So I ser- I sold the first 16. All right, so before I started Spurgo, like I was I was doing music, so I was a rapper. <laughs> so um, I was posting, uh, I sent out a message to everybody on my phone. I was posting on my Instagram, um, like, look, I got this new um, business venture, um, and it's Spurgo. I posted the t-shirts and everything like that, and... You know, I sold I sold out the first week. A lot of my family members, the friends, everybody was on it, and I sold out so quick. Um, people were like pre-ordering, and people were just like the the demand a little bit was up there. Um, you know, about like five people, but your aunt, your uncle, your cousins, they all bought it. But how how did you expand? Like, did did you go out in your school? Where, where was you moving these shirts at? So after so after the sixteen shirts, and I got thirty two shirts. Like after like the five people got their shirts from the thirty two, um, I started hitting the barber shop. So I started hitting every single barber shop. Um, every single business and you know the city of Philadelphia every weekend this started to be like a thing like you know how some kids they do basketball practice every Saturday this was like my basketball practice mm-hmm. every every weekend we would go out to every single barbershop um, every single business and I wouldn't come into the house unless every you know t-shirt was sold so after it was 32 shirts then we were able to move on to I think it was like another batch of shirts probably like 40 shirts then we were able to move on the hoodies so now um it's winter time so it was in january february now it's winter time now people able to get you know hoodies and things that they really you know wanted and that's what i wanted in the beginning i wanted hoodies and long sleeves 
but I couldn't afford it. Um, mm. This was my birthday money that I was starting off with. Um, so um, then I was able to move on to hoodies, and I kept moving, you know, to the barbershops and businesses. Um, and people just started knowing me because everywhere I go, you know, I was rocking Spurgo. Um, it was uh, it was our white and black T-shirt, um, and it's the yellow logo. That This is our original logo. Um, if you see me in a mall, I had on Spurgo. If you see me um, at my friend's birthday party, it's, I had on Spurgo. I had the same T-shirt on for months straight, and it was just getting, I wanted to, to be annoying to people. So <laughs> then, um, even, I was still at probably like three, 4,000 followers. People were noticing who I was. Um, I remember one time we was at the mall, True Religion, somebody was, um, they was like screaming like, yo, that's like that's home, and everything like that. And that was real cool. You know, because I wasn't even, like, um, real big on Instagram, Facebook, none of that. People were just noticing who I was just because brand consistency um, and me staying consistent to, you know, my brand. I wasn't wearing nothing else. Um, I would probably switch up the sneakers, the jeans, but the same T-shirt um, for months straight. Um, and that's how I, I got it to build. I like I like a few things that you said there. Um, the barbershop play right. is interesting. Because it's the center of influence, especially in, our community. in in a black community amongst men. So, whose idea was it to target barbershops? So, whose idea was it to target barbershops? It was my mentor, um, my first mentor, Nehemiah Davis. So, Nehemiah Davis, I met, um, I shot him a DM um, before I even got my t-shirts made um before i even got my first t-shirts um he gave me a course and the course was just showing you like what what t-shirts to get um you know what t-shirts to get like what good colors you know for brands like red and yellow was like um a really you know good color you know for any type of logo that's why i seen it like you know food a lot of fast food places yeah, yeah. and yeah. a lot of just like um it, red is seeing like a lot of different like logos across the board um so that course was just showing me you know like a lot of different things but he, it was his idea to, sh to do the you know barbershops he told me it hit you know some barbershops so i had every single barbershop every single business we even started moving to camden a little bit because we hit all the barbershops in philly so i would type in zip codes like um barbershops and one nine one dot dot <laughs> and we would hit every single barbershop then we started moving to camden and then that then from there we was doing like um then from there we did the online store um i like i like that you keep saying we yeah because mom is obviously the, the we in this, this right. equation but yeah. mom you said it wasn't easy at first right you went no. to that first barbershop and it was like what are we allowed to do in here? Yeah, we right. were both scared. Trey was petrified. I was scared right. for him um, <laughs> because that was his, like, his first time. Like, you know, we went over kind of like what he was going to say, but it's nothing like when you're in that moment, you know, and it was just like we were in the, you know, in South Philadelphia. Uh, but when we went in, he was like, you know, he whispered like to the guy, he was like, can I speak to the manager? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. yeah, what's up? What's up, bro? Yeah. And um, he was like, can I, you know, can I make an announcement and sell my, my, my t-shirts? He was like, yeah, sure. Right. So Trey got in the middle of the floor. He, it was like a long walk to the middle of the floor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was scared. And then he was like, he was like, Hey everybody, you know, I got my t-shirts and you know, I could be out selling drugs uh, <laughs> yeah. or doing violence. Two years um, ago. Yeah. yeah. Two years. <laughs> it was like kind of all over the place. And this my brand Spurgo. He kept going like this my brand Spurgo when I got t-shirts all sizes, 
roses all around. And so they, they were like in shock. They was like, wait, ho, 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 turn the music down. Like everybody like stopped what they was doing. Yeah. And it was probably like a very rewarding experience for me because I was nervous and it was just like mentorship, like right on the spot. Like they right. embraced him. Like they was like, turn the music down. Say no, you over. gotta say it over. You gotta <laughs> say it, speak up. The coach, everybody had, yeah, everybody had their phones out. Um, like they were reposting them and like you know had them do it a couple times like no add this and you know add that and um when they actually posted uh he got like twenty thousand views he went up like you know over a thousand followers like everybody was commenting like you know like and there was so much encouragement for him Mm -hmm. you know when he first started off and for me it was just like it was like that reassurance, like he gonna be all right, you know. Right, like right. he could, it was like you, I, he could do it. Nah, it's good story because it's um, a lot of time people make excuses right. in life, and it's like, all right, so you start with a hundred and some odd dollars, one hundred forty-seven dollars, one hundred forty-seven, seventy-eight, one hundred seventy-eight dollars, and you buy t-shirts, and then you flip it. So without even probably even knowing what you're doing, you reinvest the money. Yeah, That's right. a business rule, right? You mm-hmm. gotta reinvest the profits, not just I make a hundred dollars and then I. I spend it. Right. You reinvest in it until you got enough to buy a sweatshirt. Then you reinvest until you got enough to buy a hoodie and a tracksuit mm-hmm. and the whole thing. And your marketing, guerrilla marketing, and mm-hmm. sin of influences where mm-hmm. a lot of people are around and they can spread the message and you don't have any any um, fear in doing it. Right. That stops a lot of people right there. Yep. It's like mm-hmm. just to be able to get in front of a barbershop in front of strangers and pitch yourself that takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Right. And it's like, even scared, even yeah. for adults, like how, there's a, a ton of adults that are scared to tell their friends that they want to start a business, right. Right. let alone a room full of strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know? It's one thing if you did it in like your own barbershop, but you're mm-hmm. going into some neighborhoods that ain't, you know right. what I'm saying? Like you right. don't even know the people. Right. That, that takes a lot of courage and dedication, man. So yeah. were, you, were you able to put the merch in the shops? Like mm. we, we uh, further down the line, I put like some, some uh, I came out with my first do rag, so I put some do rags <laughs> in the barbershop. Yeah. Smart, um, yeah. So you did it with um, K. Oh yeah, so I did. I I, I did um, put some merch in, you know, a few barbershops, and that was like my first, you know, piece of distri- um, distribution. Distribution. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I was still going out to barbershops, even when I did have uh, you know, some merch and barbershops, some Spurgo gear and barbershops. I was still going out to barbershops mm-hmm. as well. So like that was like kind of like two streams a little bit, getting it from you know that barbershop and then also um, going out the barbershops and also that was kind of like a pickup location as well. I would send people there um, when I uh, sold out, um, you know. So that was kind of like a pickup location as well, um, and it was really it was really really cool. So Saturday, that's your Saturday routine. You was going to barbershops, right? Like twenty barbershops in the city, right. yeah. all day Saturday, all day, yeah. and you just selling hand to hand. Mm-hmm. In the barbershop. All day. So, all right. So now you got a whole thing going with the barbershops, and your name is building in the city, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. So, what's the next play after that to grow the brand? So, after the barbershop, I was moving around in the city, um, and somebody gave me, you know, Diddy number, Mr. Sean <laughs> number. And uh, how did somebody yeah, give that you is, Diddy number? Whoa, wait. It's a little bit. Uh, Rewind. Uh, is it a point of person that gave you his number? T- uh, so 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 Trey was moving around so much that 
it was just like it's almost like how can I help you know like people like because I think it you know when you working hard it draws people to you it's like you know like they want to be a part of helping you be successful and it, it is real people out here that really genuinely want to nah, help I'm right? glad you said that because that's something that is underrated too law right. of inertia yeah law of inertia is like uh, object in motion stays in motion. Mm-hmm. Object and um, mm-hmm. still stays still. Like once you get the ball rolling, and Wallow told me this. Shout out to Wallow. Um, yeah, we spoke. We, every we speak a lot, but he was. I, I was asking him. I'm like, yo, how you get all this bar stool? How he was like, yo, once you get hot, bro, it's just like you yeah. just you just you, like things track. Like you energy attracts energy, like right. energy, right? So it's like, and people want to be around people that are successful. It's mm-hmm. human nature. Mm-hmm. So it's like, once you really start to get that ball rolling, you'd be surprised how many right. blessings just, just randomly just right. start falling in your lap. Yeah. You've been on the road since we, we, It's been, yeah, because it's like constantly working and so many people are, so it's like, even if people don't notice you the first time, they may see you in another setting. Like, wait, oh, yo, I saw hurt. him before. Yeah. Like, or I saw that brand, and then they're, now they're now digging in their brain. Like, where did I notice? Like, so they're now researching him or where they saw him first. So it was like he, you know, he's out here doing something positive, you know, inspiring other kids. So it's like, how can I help him to keep going? And he legit gave him the number. And, um, first thing you do is what? Uh, I, honestly, the first thing I did was FaceTime him. <laughs> right up. away, no he, games. He ain't pick up. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I made him a video. Um, and that's one thing about me. Like, I'm big on the videos. Pictures is cool, but I do videos. Um, I sent them a video. Hey, Mr. Sean, my name is Trey Brown. Uh, uh, my name is Trey Brown. I'm a 12-year-old entrepreneur. Um, I'm CEO of my own clothing brand called Spurgo, and then everything like that. I'm gonna send y'all the video. Uh. <laughs> so um, after that, um, that was like mid July. I'm packing up shirts in August um, one morning, and my phone just keeps on buzzing. It just constantly, um, it, it just kept on buzzing. I check my phone, and people tell me that you know Diddy, you know, shouted me out. Mr. Sean shouted me out. Um, and that was just like the big, like a big step for me because a lot of people in Philly seeing it. So that stepped up my credibility. A lot of people, you know, all over the world was just hitting me up like, yo, I need a shirt. <laughs> uh, but good thing is I had, I set the website up in May. So, uh, and he shouted me out in August. So now everybody all around the world able to order a Spurgo shirt, um, and everything like that. So that was really cool. You know, people just wanting to help people, you know, sharing as well. You know, so that was the first step. Um, that was the first day. Um, my website just sold out. Everything had sold out. Um, That's crazy. First day on a jet. My first day, you know, um, inside a Maybach. So that day was really good. Later on, um, no, actually, from that post, I was able to get my first wholesale, my first wholesale deal. Um, and that was for 500 shirts. They didn't want no discount or nothing like that. They ordered 500 shirts at, like, at the time, the shirts was $25. 25. That's why I said at the time, because they ain't 20, <laughs> they like, ain't 25 <laughs> <laughs> You hear that? The price went up. <laughs> yeah, so they was, uh, like, 25 at the time. Also, at that time, I just gained some connections as well. A lot of people in his family, they, you know, they knew me, and they was, like, um, DMing me and things like that. Um, so later on that month, um, I, I found out Meek Mill, he was having a pop-up shop inside Philly. Um, me growing up, being from Philly, Meek Mill was somebody that I look up to heavy. Um, somebody that came from, you know, uh, the streets and everything like that and made it and being successful. So I found, I, I saw that he was, you know, had a pop-up shop in Philly and he was going to be there. 
Um, luckily, I was off from school that day. I met him. He posted me on his Instagram. Um, er- early before I met him, I had my affirmations up. I'm powerful. I'm great. I'm amazing. Everything like that. Um, but when he shouted me out, um, Meek, you know, it gave me another, you know, step of credibility. Like, this kid is, like, everywhere. This is and, good. like, this is crazy. Um, so... After that, like it just it just kept building from there with you know with the wholesale deal from you know people seeing me on Diddy page, um, I was able to get my first sweatsuits, um, sold out of them sweatsuits. Then I was able to buy you know my first jackets. Now we got like a full warehouse full of different products, um, like we got sweatsuits, crew necks, uh, different t-shirts, um, body swimwear. suits, swimwear. Um, slides. Now we got like a full warehouse. We got a full brand, full collections. Um, and Spurgle is like really getting up there so, now. So, in the beginning, you're still in school. You're still a student in school, still, right? Yeah. Now I know if you had a nice outfit in school, you the man. Right. <laughs> what is it like when Diddy's posting you, Meek's posting you, and you going to school? What's that like? Uh, a lot of people they was just like I just started. I, I started being like a cool kid. <laughs> but in the beginning of me, and in, in the beginning of me, like doing something different, like starting a business, and then me doing my affirmations every day too. Like because them affirmations really kick in. Like I'm strong. I'm a billionaire. I'm powerful. I'm happy. Affirmation like that that really kick in. You know when negative things are happening. But kids at first like oh that's corny. You know and mm-hmm. different things like that. I was getting laughed at and picked on. You know, in the beginning, because you mm-hmm. know it was just something different. Like it's and like it's in my city, it's not really cool to do something positive or do something different. Um, but like what Mr. Wallow said, like when people think you crazy, that means you want something. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you got something great going on. Um, but in the beginning, in the beginning, it wasn't cool. But like as like you know things started coming, I started growing on social media. A lot of my friends, like you, they was with it. Um, I gained, you know, new friends who had businesses and, and different things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's always it's always funny until it's not. It's funny right. no more. Tell a <laughs> so different joke. But, <laughs> but but also the thing I like about you also is that like you you you're staying in people's radar. Right. And that's important and it's like going back to while like I, I was talking to him yesterday and he was asking us he asked me, he was like, Yeah, y'all going to um All Star? I'm like, nah, I don't think we're going. He was like, nah, you gotta go. He was like, right. cause like, you just gotta be everywhere. He was like, right. you gotta be everywhere. And it's crazy cause like we was in Super Bowl mm-hmm. and um, we was with um, Big Business. Shout out to Big Business. Yeah. Shout out to Alice Good Energy. Right. And we was just randomly eating on South Beach. And I see you walking. I see you guys oh, walking. Oh, you had that bop. Yeah, yeah. you had that bop. So, so, <laughs> so, you know, we sat down, we had a conversation. And then today, I thought you was out there for an event. Cause early, I think the day before, I saw you at Diddy's house. Mm-hmm. With Khaled, he was actually right. coming to us, coming right. here. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then <laughs> after that, so I saw you with Khaled and and Diddy and all that. So I thought that it was planned for you to come down there to meet Diddy, but no. you just told me like you just went down there just on the whim. I went down. I went down. Um. So I was in New York Thursday. I said, Mom, everybody in everybody in Florida, everybody in Miami, let's just fly out there. Um. And you know, we we flew out there Friday, and I didn't have nothing planned. Nothing planned. Nobody that I knew was out there. Um, I had a hotel, 
And my mom was like, yo, my mom was like, yo, what, what we gonna do down there? I said, let's just go to South Beach. Um, let's see who we gonna meet. Figure it out. Right. <laughs> so, figure it um, out. Always a good place to figure things right, out. So, so, and what I told my mom, what I told my mom earlier in the year, like, I'm not missing no event no more. Like mm-hmm. last year when the BT Awards, the Rock Nation brunch, yeah, that hit me. Like, I'm like, yeah, why am I not there? Like, that hit me. I love like, this I, kid. I said, like, I, I saw myself the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like, he was really sad, though, about it. Like, because he was like, the brunch, I'm going to be there next year. And I was just like, okay. Nah, because it's like, I always like to, like, a child's mind is different from an adult's mind because yeah, they, the, they don't have the same restrictions. Right. Adults be like, we've been through some It's stuff. like, you take one vacation a year, and it's mm-hmm. like, and it's like, why are you going, why not? Right. Why am I not going to these yeah. places? <laughs> that's the real question. That's the real question. You only live once. I was so yeah. I was man. I was so mad when I was like I was missing all these spots. I told my mom I'm not missing no All Star game. I'm not missing no Super Bowl, no BT, no Grammys, nothing like that. I'm gonna be everywhere and I'm gonna stay consistent. Um, and I'm just so focused where I'm not like. I, like I'm so focused where I'm not playing no more. Whereas like they gonna just keep on seeing me. You just gotta be everywhere. So then you so then you went down there and then you Facetime Diddy and then the next thing you know you end up in Diddy's house. Right. What, what? I said come through. Right. I Facetime. Um, I Facetime Mr. Sean and I said, "Hey Mr. Sean, you the only you the only guy you the only guy in Miami right now without Spurgo on. What's up?" He said, "Pull up on me right now." Uh, he said, "Pull up <laughs> on me right now." And I had like a, um, I had a suitcase full of Spurgo. I brought it to him, and he, I had some stuff for the whole family. And we was just chopping it up for about an hour. You know, I, um, we was just chopping it up for an hour. I was able to meet Christian and Justin, and you know, they remember me from the post and things like that. But it was just, you know, good to chop it up. And we got like a big project on the way, me and Mr. Sean. And I don't even know to talk about it. <laughs> but, um, Breaking news alert. Right. So, and then after that, the next day he invited me to the Bad Boy Super Bowl party. Um, I was able to meet, you know, some celebrities. And, you know, I was. it just feels good to be connected and different things like that. But, you know, we, 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 we still growing from here. So Yeah, and I wanted to say shout out to mom because I know you're an educator. Yeah. And I know he was in school, but now he's doing homeschool. So you're, you're taking that role of now being the teacher as well as mom. Right. Yeah. yeah, so he, so it was actually like his first year in, he was like, mom, can I be homeschooled? And I, I never, even being a teacher, I don't know people that's homeschooled. And they're just like, no, Trey, you can't be homeschooled. Like, mm-hmm. you don't be in school. He's like, mom, I'm missing so many opportunities and this and that. Like, this was like a two-month plea. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I kept asking. And then I started to see the things that he was missing. Like, because his mentors, like, they all wanted him with, with them like they would go to like conferences and things like that and i'm like yo this is information that trey really could benefit from like they were taking him you know out to cali what was the name of that i can't remember the name of the conference but it was a lot of yeah flesh my birthday yeah so it was like that he went to that he missed like two days of school and then it was another conference or something was coming up and i was like dang he gonna miss more school like i gotta sign you know <laughs> they're gonna yeah, start writing notes on exactly, you exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah so um then in february of 2019 i finally let him get yeah. homeschooled yeah <laughs> oh, yeah <man. laughs> All right, so we're going to go in the next segment. We're going to talk about the day-to-day operations of Spurgo. But before, I got one last question. Um, So Khaled, you, your energy seems like it's a match for Khaled. How was he like when you met him? 
So, oh, DJ Khaled? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, when I met him, he was, like, real chill because he okay. was in business mode. Uh, but when I see him next time, we're going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> next, next time, next time to turn up. Right. All right. So, the next segment we're going we gonna to go into next. All right. So, now we're going to go into the next segment. So, we're going to talk about systems and day-to-day <laughs> operations. But before that, so, the homeschooling process, because I'm sure there's a lot of parents that listen to Earn Your Leisure, and they might, you know, have thought about homeschool. Um, you're a teacher by trade, so it's probably easier for you to teach. Well, actually, he is like cyber school, so okay. I don't have to come up with the curriculum. Homeschool and cyber school is a little bit different, different, whereas homeschool, the parent does have to come up with the curriculum and the activities and things like that, so he does cyber school. He probably should say cyber school, where right. the curriculum is already there. He has teachers. He has counselors. They some like once every quarter they have like a little get together where you can meet the teachers and talk what, about what's the name of the school? Uh, he goes to um, 21st Century. That's like something I did actually. School. So when I went to, I used to play basketball. So when I went to prep school mm-hmm. in Florida, and um, so my last two years of high school, I was at it was so Texas A and M. I was in school in Florida, but Texas A and M had like a satellite program where. Mm-hmm. So I traveled a lot because mm-hmm. it was like a really good prep school. So mm-hmm. like I would do like. Um, coursework it's like mm-hmm. it's like online learning pretty right much basically now, the equivalent yeah. of online learning i would go to the physical location when i was in town mm-hmm. but if not like they just send me packets right do the coursework send the packets back mm-hmm. it gets graded like a whole system in place right and i was because i wasn't really in school a lot right um so that sounds like the equivalent of like what yeah, I it's did. very similar yeah. To that, yeah it's a new age way of learning and the thing about it is that like a lot of the old traditional ways is it's kind of outdated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you go to a school from seven o'clock in the morning to three thirty. That was that was his complaint. I'm still doing that. He was right. like, yeah. <laughs> he that was his complaint. He was like, Mom, I spent an hour traveling to school. I spent an hour coming back. You know, he he had this whole thing laid out. Like he was like, we kids don't listen. You know, like <laughs> teachers spending time with telling the kids to sit down, and I'm a teacher, so I kind of know, yeah, we like, know that. how we much know time is like right. wasted. Classroom management. Yeah, wasted on just getting the masses to yeah. do the right thing. So. I mean, it just started, like, he just kind of, like, broke, kept breaking, breaking it down, you know. But for me, it was difficult at first because I was, like, I didn't really know anybody else that did it before. I didn't want him to miss out on social things. Um, I'm, like, you know, well, Trey, when it's time to go to high school, you won't go on your prime or, like, you know. So I was kind of <laughs> a little bit concerned about that kind of stuff. I'm not Diddy's house. I think like, he's doing all right. I'm, I'm with Khaled, mom. <laughs> <laughs> the social part we got. So that's well. That's dope because, um, like I said, I mean, there's, there's no sh- one shoe fits all feet. Right. Exactly. And um, there's no one way to learn. Right. right. So it's like there's nothing that beats real life experience. Yep. Right. So it depends how you. It, it like it really depends because like my little like my little brother like and, and my little sister like they they really wouldn't like homeschool because yeah. they like you know learning with friends and different things like that. My little sister is like a social person, so homeschool for her you know, wouldn't fit, really. Right. She loves getting on the school bus. She loves, like, so, like you said, one, one. She don't one. fit. Uh, all yeah. feet. feet. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> so, all right. So, you, so you, you, you're homeschooled. So, how does the day-to-day operations work as far as the business? Because, so, obviously, you have inventory. You got ship inventory. You got social media marketing. Can you, like, walk me through, a, a, like, an average day, like, of you running the business? With me or with both, Both of you guys, like, just... Like, what's your average day of, like, the business operation? 
So with me, average day, like I wake up like six, six thirty. I wake up. I wake up six thirty. Um, so this is an, an, a day for me. So um, six thirty, take my little brother and older sister to the school bus. After that, I knock out some. After that, I knock out some schoolwork. Um, hit the gym. And then I get back, <laughs> I get back and then just, you know, I check social media, see what's popping. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> and, um, later, <laughs> then later on, then, um, I'm, I might just be traveling like to NY. Um, if I'm not traveling, then probably just shipping out some things, checking out like what's going on, getting on some like, you know, business calls. Uh, yeah, getting on some business calls is like usually all day, shipping out products, shipments coming into the, you know, warehouse. Um, that happens a lot, like boxes, boxes. Um, and then just also just planning, you know, um, for people that don't know, like it's four quarters. Um, it's four quarters, Q1, Q2, Q3, and the best Q4. Um, so just like planning for the quarter and, you know, that, that's what like I'm always doing, just planning for like what's next. Um, you know, like I don't really want to be like late on a wave or, you know, just figuring out what's new to fashion. Sometimes I might, um, I might just go to like Neiman Marcus and just check out like some new products that they got in or you know um inspiration right yeah. yeah so i ordered something right mm -hmm. you do all the shipping yourself like so the the warehouse obviously is where all the clothes are going now right but right. prior to that was they y'all doing it at the home so we're so yeah so we're doing so we're doing a lot of the shipping um right now we're doing a lot of the shipping right now yeah. so you going back and forth to the, the post office yourself yeah i do but i don't i don't really have to though I, I, the post office could come to me he, he he likes the the personable part of it. Like right. the the people at the post office know him. You know, also like he has like special bags where he like his his brand logo is on the bags and the things like that. Yeah. He meets a lot of people in the post office, so like showing up is like Trey's thing. Like right. he really likes. So he hires his friends and things like that. Like his friends can go to the post office for him. <laughs> but that part he enjoys. Right. You know, he enjoys yeah. like. Talking to the people, seeing new people in the in the post office, like a lot happens at the post office actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're hiring your friends. So you got uh, some 13, 14 year olds that you grew up with that are now working for you. Yes. You a real boss. Yeah. How, how, how's that conversation go? Like, yo, I need y'all to do this run for me. Uh, so one of my friends, they come through every Saturday. They come through every Saturday and they um working inside the warehouse, organizing things, organizing organizing new products doing inventory um shipping out stuff um and then my brother and my cousins and different things like that they'll come with us like for different projects so for like a pop-up shop um i will hire my friends and different things like that so they will help me set up like moving things and i'm just showing them like look that's a positive way y'all could get money and then also you know, when one of us when we all win, like we a unity, we a team. So like we we just we move like that. We moving in that direction. Like we all got Spurgo in our bio. We all got one goal. Like Spurgo gonna be a global global brand. 
um, or Spurgo gonna be a global brand. So we gonna win or we gonna win. And that's just how, how we move. Like we move as a team and different things like that. We always rocking Spurgo. I rock Spurgo every day. Like you would never catch me, you know, rocking, you know, anything else. Like I only got like um, the Pumas on right now because the Spurgo sneak's not out. But um, on the way, you're right. So uh, so yeah. So that's that's what it is like for the like for the team. So for the pop up shops, they'll come. Um, and different things like that. So, Mom, like, as far as you run the books, right? Yeah. So how is that for you as far as your day-to-day? Like, what's your day-to-day look like as far as, like, you're more on the business operational side? Right, right. So I'll handle, like, a lot of calls, a lot of the PR, a lot of emails. Like, Trey has been on over... 30 media outlets last year you do the, you do the PR yourself yeah how do you what, so what's your formula for PR just so PR like sometimes I'll send out press releases but right now it's always just been it's been like a heavy demand for him right so like People we haven't even yeah we yes. haven't even really got into the part of you really like trying yeah. to reach out right. right so I believe you know I feel like this year is going to be a year where we would really step it up where he gets into those like mainstream things you know so uh yeah so you you actually were teaching in in school. We have that in common. We had a, a talk about the power of education and classroom management. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, you said I can't teach anymore. No. Yeah, it was getting difficult because I was working in the you know the inner city is already rough. Mm-hmm. You know, so working in inner city, working full time, it was coming home already exhausted. But I was still have to you know put in like six hours with Trey because he is 14 and he is a beast like he's a beast but it's some things that he just can't handle like mm-hmm. you know bank stuff uh just different things that you know an adult has to take care of so I would spend you know six hours with him and then I'm like running then I gotta be a mom to my other kids mm-hmm. I, you know my family gotta take care of my family so I'm like running off of like four or five hours of sleep so after a while, like it just it was just starting to get like really really rough, right. um, and you know Trey always said, "Mom, come on, like you don't you don't gotta do that, you don't gotta work." And you know a part of it was my own fear, you know, like we stepping in waters our family have never, you know, Breaking we're doing things, you know, curses. yeah, we're doing different, we're like Perfect. when we started, people his friends was laughing at him, but mm. even adults looking at me like, "What is you doing?" You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. so, I mean. Leaving my job, my parents even was just looking at me like, you sure? You know, like right. they, as much as they believed in the brand, like it's just that security, that guarantee mm-hmm. income and things like that. But just believing in trade, believing in the brand, believing in, you know, you know, my own higher power and, you know, just that kind of stuff. Um, I, I, I was like, I can't, it's not even healthy at this point right. to keep living like this. And things are going really great. It's almost like you, if you believe you got, you you, we got to do something in order for him to go to the next level for this to go to the next level for us to really break these generational curses I, we got to step out November 9th yeah November, November 6th. 6th November 6th was my last day yeah, so you yeah. talked about putting systems in place right um, can you talk about that uh, so plan systems in place you want to talk about it more yeah that was um, so our first year Trey is very like spontaneous like all right mom we going here we going here you know we're not we're not doing this mom or we you know so after about a year and a half like that that's starting to get draining because it's like we we're going here we're making moves here but this part is slipping because maybe we forgot to do one thing or we forgot to do another thing so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a bunch of like time we're wasting time sometime or we're losing resources in another area so systems are really important like those day-to-day like we ship on these days 
days. You know, we had to put those kind of things in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how we answer this this question. Put in those frequently asked questions on a website. Just a bunch of infrastructure and you know setting setting a bar for ourselves. Right. We had we we had to do it because mm-hmm. otherwise we would have went crazy. Here. Stuff like um, hours of operation. Like I can't be answering the phone nine o'clock at night yeah. and things like that. It's just like not healthy shipping out on you know certain days um and just having a system for you know shipping not writing labels being able to you know being able to right being able to print them and different things like that and just you know putting systems in place you know so i could use time to do something else so now i got shipping handled now i'm able to work on marketing i got marketing handled now i'm able to you know be able to speak on Earn your leisure. I like this kid. So, but not only are you doing that, you you you're building your own personal brand, and you got, um, I guess, endorsement deals, right? Like, right. With, can you talk about like Invesco? So people don't know what Invesco is probably, but I'm a, I, I know what Invesco is. I'm in the financial industry. Invesco's huge financial company, mm-hmm. um, multi-billion-dollar company, mm-hmm. investments, mutual funds, stuff, retirement accounts. So when I heard that you had a partnership with Invesco, that's pretty interesting. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So Invesco reached out to me in an early state, uh, one of like my early stages in business prior, like um. It was January of two thousand nineteen. So a year in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a year in, um, they reached out to me, um, and they said, "Could you shoot us? Could you shoot us an email, um, an email back? Like, hey." You know, they were just saying, like, we're interested in working with you. Could you shoot us an email back? Um, and, you know, I called them immediately. I said, forget the email. <laughs> like, I'm calling y'all now. Uh, so I called them, and we came, and they came to the house, and we did, you know, our, my first ever, like, commercial on TV. And this is, like, a global commercial. Um, CNN, worldwide, people in all different countries are seeing it. Uh, and I was able to do the first commercial with them, and their tagline is really investing in greater possibilities and different things like that. And so, um, me working with Invesco, they just showing like my my growth with Spurgo. You could see from like the beginning, like my beginning stages, my from my first commercial um, to the second commercial, and then we got some more commercials on the way. And like you, you just seeing a growth like with me, and also me just being like a spoke spoke person. Um, you know, for Invesco and Invesco just, you know, giving me a lot of opportunities and, you know, just, you know, just really believing in me and being able to capture the growth. Oh, and you also do public speaking. Public speaking, yeah. I with the public. top, yeah, yeah. with the top person. Right. Yeah, the, the e. number T. one guy. E. <laughs> yeah, how yeah, did, yeah, how yeah. did that come about? Uh, so I met Mr. E 2018. I met, you know, Mr. E 2018, September um, he came to my mentor restaurant, Jordan Johnson Seafood. Um, he came through. I, I came up to him like, hey, Mr. E, I look up to you a lot. My name's Trey Brown. I'm a 12-year-old entrepreneur at the time, CEO of my own clothing brand called Spurgo. I got some T-shirts. Would you like to support? Um, and Just like that. <laughs> and, and I said, would you like to support? He said, "He said, uh, yeah. And he said, yeah, I'm going to get a shirt from me. I said, you need a shirt from Miss Dee Dee. Like, he got, you know, he got some Spurgo drip. We took a video. Um, and then the next year that I met him, like, he was, like, 
he was like so happy to see me because he seen my commercial on CNN. Okay, okay. And like we just stayed in connection, you know, ever since then because I watch Mr. E every day on YouTube and different things like that. And, you know, me and Mr. E, we would text each other and stuff like that. So I would come to every conference, every 1% um, club and everything like that. So I would, Mr. E would just keep seeing me. You was paying, you was paying to go? Uh, Yeah, I, w- I was paying to go. Um, and then my mom, she would volunteer and things like that. So that that's what it was. And then Mr. E, he just kept seeing me, seeing me on Instagram. And then he let me come speak. Um, my first, you know, speaking engagement with Mr. E was last month in Atlanta, and the crowd went like crazy. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. So that was like that was that was real cool. And now I'm on tour with him. You ain't the boss of me tour, so that's amazing. So when when you started, right, when the kids didn't take you seriously, that's one right. thing. What was it like when you were speaking in front of adults now, and you're giving them inspiration? What what was that like for you? Uh, I don't, like I don't know. I was just like being myself. Like I, yeah. just it was just like I didn't, I didn't, like I didn't really even notice. Like I think me. the hardest part was the kids right. part. That mm-hmm. that was the hardest battle for him. I had to, you know, I was really encouraging him. Like Trey, you know, you're doing something amazing. I think adults always kind of connected with Trey because mm-hmm. he's he's always been really mature. Um, and a lot of them were really excited. And Trey is just like excited to be, you know, to to talk with adults and stuff. So, but uh, the reason why I asked you if you why if you paid for the conference is because so it's another guest that we had on the podcast, alumni Alex, good energy. I don't know if you know him, but he does trucking, mm. and he's connected with ET. Um, he's in the circle, and he was telling us that um, how he got connected with ET is that he was paying to go to his conferences right. for a long time, and he had like a, a cruise, and he paid like. Ten thousand dollars to go to the cruise, mm-hmm. and randomly he didn't pay to like meet him. He was just paying because mm-hmm. he got value out of it, and um, he randomly ended up um, with his business partner CJ. Yeah, Mr. CJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was like, and he was talking, and then the next thing he linked them with ET, and the rest is history. Now they're business partners. Right. I say that to say, a you have to be in the mix. What we right. talked about earlier. And B, it's like, you got to spend money. Like, a lot of times people Mm -hmm. try to be cheapskates, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to spend money, but it's like, you spend money to put yourself in positions. It might work out, it might not, but Mm -hmm. you don't know until you're actually in that position. So that's two guests that we've had that's connected with ET that started with actually going to his conference as Mm -hmm. customers and not really having any expectation, and then it just kind of worked out organically. So mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah. Now, now me and Mr. E, like, we chop it up every, we chop it up, like, right, every other day. I'm at the gym. He'll text me. He'll, <laughs> he at the gym early in the morning. And, you know, we're just chopping it up, updating each other. Um, I still go to the conferences to this day. Um, you know, it's just all about staying connected, relationships, keeping relationships. Like, relationships, you know, are, are like, way more important. The value is, is bigger than money. Um and that's why I like to keep relationships. And me so and Mr. E, we really connected. Can we, can we talk about the online store? Because mm-hmm. that, that changes it for you, right? It went from being a local brand to a global brand. Like You're, you're shipping out to Germany. You're shipping out to Africa. Right. Who, who's in charge of that, that, that part of the business? Me, right? Yes, I mean, well, since it's a website that you can connect with anybody around the world and people are just shopping, mm-hmm. so... So, I mean, from the marketing standpoint, like, how, is it Instagram that is putting you out in these, these places, or is there is Google something else? Google searches. Okay. Like, so when we do our analytics and we look, um, one of the top places is, like, a, a, 
organic Google search. And then also, also I'm, I feel like a lot of that comes from the commercial um, or they see in a spot it may be on like a celebrity or, you know, things like that. And another top spot is through social media, through Instagram. And I got so many short documentaries, y'all. Mm. Yeah. Who did the short documentaries? I got one with AOL and Verizon. Um, I got one with Whistle Sports. Um, I have a lot Fox Business. Saw that. Um, even the CNN commercial is on like YouTube. Uh, yeah. It's I, I got so much like media out. Yeah. So I was like, you might just catch me in. Anyway. Never know where you might. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Might might even catch you in Times it's, Square. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. On a, on a, billboard. On a billboard in Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> how'd that How'd that come about? Uh, so somebody has seen the commercial. Um, big shout out to Mr. Tracy. He called me. He said, like, I want to give you with a billboard in Times Square. Um, I picked up the phone. I said, we're going to be there Monday. We got there that Monday. Um, we got there that Monday. We, like, to design the billboard and everything like that. I set a date, um, and I had got, like, a um, charter bus, um, and my family had came out, and they saw the billboard, and it was, like, really, like, a just, like, know a moment of a lifetime to see me up there you know they say a half a million they said they say a half a million people like walk past like that billboard every day or, or walk past Times Square you know so just like a half a million people you know just looking at me looking <laughs> at you know the billboard it was dope um and like my first billboard to be a billboard in the Times Square like that's amazing that's a great start man. Right. two two years right. two years yeah. a, a lot could change in 24 months right <laughs> So, all right, so in the last segment, we're going to talk about the vision going forward mm-hmm. for Spurgo and the personal brand and everything else that you got going on. All right, so um, what's next? What's the, what's the vision to scale the brand? And, like, what, what what's, your, what's the next in line for what's going on with Spurgo? So what's next for Spurgo is, um, like, my goal, you know, my like, my goal is for Spurgo to be, like, a worldwide global brand. Spurgo to be, like, that positive brand. Yo, I want to have a great day, so I'm going to throw on my Spurgo. You know, I'm going to throw on my Spurgo Leo sweatsuit. I'm going to throw on my Spurgo hoodie. And that's how it is, like, right now. Like, you know, um, anytime, like, people want to have a good day, they're going to throw on their Spurgo shirt. But I just want it to be, like, more, like, more worldwide and more global. Like, I'm shipping nationally and internationally every day. But I want it to be like, I want to have distribution centers out London, out Africa, and things like that. And also, I want Spurgo to be in Neiman Marcus and, you know, the Saks and, uh, you know, a flagship store um, in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, for Spurgo, like, I see it like so much. Spurgo to be a billion dollar company. Um, and then for me, I have so much, like, on the way, like, uh, uh, Trey Cares. Um, I got a book on the way, and so Trey Cares is like um, it's more it's like, like a, his nonprofit where he has a lot of things on his heart that he wants to kind of you back. know take give back and take under his wing. Like mm-hmm. um, one initiative that he's working on is he wants to like help with like childhood cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's a young girl in our community that has cancer, and you know Trey really has a heart for her. Mm-hmm. So he also has a thing with homeless people. So like. Trey Cares is going to be his way to give back to the community. Mm. 
Dope, dope. Yes. Now, you, you said the flagship store, man. You want that to be, like, the monument in Philly that people need to come to. Right. So, I, I want to, like, uh, I want Spurgo, I want the Spurgo store to be, like, I have to go to the Spurgo store. So, like, when you come to Philly, it's like, oh, I want to go to the Rocky Steps. But I want to, like, just take that over. Like, I, I, I want to I, I go to, like, the Spurgo store. Yeah. Um, you know, so I want it to be um, a flagship store, you know, in Philadelphia. It might even just be, the, like, the only store in the world, like, yeah. the only Spurgle store, um, in a, like, in, probably in just, like, the USA. But and, that, and that's what we were saying. We were like, we've seen that with, mm-hmm. with Nip, right? When Crenshaw wasn't a place to go, right? he turned it into Venice Beach. Like, right. mm-hmm. when you go to L.A., now you want to go to the Marathon store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Spurgle's going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, like, do sure. you have any entrepreneurs that you, because I know it's, like, Milano in mm-hmm. Philly that she's doing Shout out to her. Um, or even like a Virgil Abloh. Do you have like any people that you like look up to in the fashion game or? So both of them. Like okay. I look up to Milano a lot. Um, I look up to, I look up to Mr. Virgil. Um, we act, matter of fact, can't even say it. We got oh, some. Oh, you got, you got some. Oh. We got some. We got some. <laughs> like, we got, we got us. So, uh, but, um, I look up to like a lot of like business people as well. Like just more, more people, more like business people like um you know mr like uncle g like wallow um and they people like we just chop it up like yeah. facetiming each other on a regular um and things like that but like a lot of the you know entrepreneurs and everything like i see like a lot was going on and i'm just loving like the energy um you know people are just starting to chase their dreams and everybody is like starting to it's starting to become like a wave a little bit and it's like a positive wave like um i'm opening up my business and it's starting to be a, a cool thing you know um and i like i love and i see what you got the forefront going. bro right <laughs> you got the forefront of it that's for sure so you you said that these guys were your your mentors before they even knew it right like you said diddy and damon yeah. john have you have you run into damon john because i know he's doing it in the business world but he also comes from the fashion world have you had any interactions with him no i haven't met damon john yet um, I do guys' book. I read it. I watch Shark Tank every night. So um, he mentored me, but it, it, he just ain't me. <laughs> so, we, like, we actually just met him in, uh, in Miami. Yeah. I just I just met him in Miami. Um, this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. I ain't get a call, Mister Rich. <laughs> oh man. Hopefully, I think, he, I think he's gonna be on the podcast. So. Well, we'll connect the dots when he comes on the podcast. All right, don't be holding out. Nah, 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 it's a legend. That's a legend in the game. So what's the full collection for Spurgo? Because you start with T-shirts, mm-hmm. but now you have a full array of unisex clothing, right? Right, so now we have, like, different. Like, when I first started, I had, you know, T-shirts, 16, like, white T-shirts. Now we have T-shirts um, and different colors, different designs, and we have a full collection, um, sweatsuits, swimwear, um, foot footwear, socks, you know, slides. Um, we have body suits for women. Um, we have like, you know, a lot of Head different bands. products. Headbands, hats, um, and we got you know so much on the way. What else we got, Ma? Yeah, it's a lot of different things on the way. Um, but product wise, we got. Um, oh, we got underwear coming. Oh yeah, we got under. Uh, That's gonna be released like who, next week. Who's a designer? Like who who designs the like where you want to put the spurgo or like you know. Uh, me and mom, bro, is this, me and mom is, is designing everything. So y'all up at night, like, you're the creative mind behind this whole thing. Like, all right, we're going to do this color, this fabric. That's y'all too. Yeah. Mom, mom really does a lot of, like, like, mom does, like, a really, like, me. All right, so it's, like, mom does, like, a lot of designing. I do, like, a lot of, like, like people emailing. I'll email them back. 
He does um, a lot of the, the forefront stuff. So yeah. like, for instance, he'll be like, like he said, mom, we need some sprinkle underwear. So it was like, I know about fabrics and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'll kind of say, well, Trey, do you want this kind of fabric or that kind of fabric? So I'll kind of like give him like a per, like parameters, Idea, yeah. like in different ideas and say, well, do you want this or do you want that? Or he'll come to me and say, mom, we need this. And you say, look like this, this, this and that. And I'll say, all right, well, we can put it on this fabric or this printing I think will be best. So it's kind of like a collaboration of, mm-hmm. you know, what he want, the ideas that he want. And then it's like, what makes sense? Yeah. You know? That's kind of what the way that we, we spoke to him, he was like, listen, it's about putting people around you that can get your ideas into reality. Right. So like, he has the ideas and you're like, all right, this is how we put it into reality. Right, yeah. So how do you um determine the price points? Mm. Uh. So a lot of times, so like when we first, when he first started, like, so my undergrad is in accounting. Okay. Um, and I was an accountant for six years um, before I was a teacher. When we, when he said he wanted to start a clothing line, he, we had like a little business meeting where we talked about profits and loss and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like just calculate like what it costs, like everything from, um, the manufacturing to shipping, to packaging, to Mm -hmm. processing and things like that. And then we kind of like multiply where as though he can get a profit off of it. Okay. Dope, dope. Yeah, it's always good to have an in-house accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, mom's a teacher and an accountant and an entrepreneur. And a, she got two kids that she got to watch and train. So do you want to, so as far <laughs> no as the joke. business, Spurgo, all right, that's up and running. Do you have a, do you have goals to start other businesses, like yeah. separate from Spurgo? Yes, uh, I got like a lot of different businesses in mind. Um, I got a book coming out. Um, and then also just like different businesses. Like I want to have a security company cleaning company why security uh security you know because i feel like it's important um everybody needs security everybody needs security security. in your circle everybody needs security (laughs) and then like um and then also uh it's it's like a good business um it's good for business as well like you could easily get contracted um Cleaning. All your celebrity friends, though. Right, right, right. <laughs> you can just handle it. Right. Diddy, I got you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. So I know you had a lot of mentors, uh-huh. right, coming up in this game. In your in your mind, in the next few years, do you feel like you're going to be going back doing some mentorship in, in your community? Yes. So um, that's what like that's what I'm working on right now is just being able to because I know that I can't like talk to everybody personally, mm-hmm. but I want to build like I. I want to build like a network, you know, for kids to, you know, come and express like their dreams and how they could turn it into like a business or how they could, you know, turn it into, you know, some something where. Yeah, we're still trying to flush it out because Trey gets DMs all the time on like what to do next. Or okay. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like what, like how, like can you take a look at this or can you, you know? So he wants to have like a program where you know um, kids can come and like he can spend that time with them and work work through it because the DMs are really like, you right. know, it's 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 a lot. So mom, like, because there's a lot of sports parents, right? Like if you if you have a child that plays sports, you know it's a demand. Like you got to take him to AU and you got practice and all of that. But it's like to be a, a business mom yeah. and like support your, your child entrepreneurial dreams. Like what advice can you give to parents to like encourage them? Like if their kid has an idea to start a business, like 
you have any tips in, for parents for, for that? Yeah, I would say, like, to trust your kids. You know, sometimes we feel like we have all the information and we have, like, all the answers, but kids know a lot. You know, they come from a place that we don't come from. Like, me and Trey is, like, a great team because he's actually taught me so much because I think as an adult we kind of experience some things where we're like afraid or we face rejection or you know like we we think too much whereas though trey is like fearless with a lot of things and Mm -hmm. you know i remember when he's when he talked about me and meek or whatever and i was just like you're not we're not going to get up to the line because you know the line was actually wrapped around the corner i'm like we're not going to get there and you know trey just walked his way up to the front and they were like yeah hey spurgo come here and you know just having that fearless and you know just like you know i want this and i'm gonna go after it so just trusting your kid i think that's really important kids are smart you know they know what they like they know what they want and you know i think sometimes as adults we think we know what's best for them but we need to give them credit and let them even affirm them in knowing that they know what's best for them. Yeah. It, it's you beautiful know? to watch because, like, even when we, when we were uh, at lunch and he was trying to, oh, he's like, yo, we're going to eat there. And it was that look like, if that's okay with you, mom. <laughs> 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 it's, there's, it's still that balance there, yeah, like, yo, this is mom, but this is my partner. Right, yeah. right. So I, I feel like just let them dream, you know, right. let them, let them. And I, I feel like give them the tools. I know I feel like I didn't figure life out until I was like 30 ish. 32 you know so I spend a lot of years making mistakes so like I feel like if I can give my kids a opportunity to experience experiment with different things you know um to try different things you know Trey started off with music it was expensive being a teacher we don't make much so like going to the studio and Tell stuff like Tell again. I, yeah I'm like <laughs> Trey like mommy I need to be in the studio and I'm like all right we went a couple times after about the fourth time spending hundreds of dollars I'm like Trey we might need to wait a month or two you know yeah. but like my daughter she wanted to do like cooking and dance and you know like I don't look at it as like a waste of money to allow them to try different things you know if I see you know a gift in them and I think they should push further like we're not gonna skip and just go to something different but I'm allow you to be interested in something and and invest in it you know we're gonna work it out you're not gonna quit for any reason but if it's something that I feel like maybe you're not gifted in or you don't like you know we, we can try something else you know so yeah, I think that that's a, that's a parent's job to nurture your child's dreams. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't have to be sports and entertainment. No. That's what we're used to in our communities, and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like their dreams might be to be a journalist or right. to be yeah, exactly. a doctor or an entrepreneur, and yeah. you gotta give that same nurture that if you taking your kid to the basketball court at six o'clock in the morning yep. and do drills with them. You got to do the same thing if they right. want to be an entrepreneur. Right. Like, we got to go to the barbershop every Saturday. Right. Like, we just got to do it. Yeah, it right. was definitely a sacrifice because, yeah. like, those Saturdays were my only day off. Exactly. So, yep. it's definitely a sacrifice. But I saw how he was learning, uh, like, good character skill, like, traits mm-hmm. that, you know, I would talk about, but it's when he was learning it in motion it was just like stuff that was sticking i i saw him the, i saw him get like hungry like i i saw these great things coming about and it was just like wow you know for me when it started it was like oh, this is cute, you know, this is an opportunity for me to spend time with my kids and, you know, do something fun with them. Um, but after I saw, after about a month in, I saw that this was something that, like, it grew in him. Mm-hmm. Like, he even wanted to do it, but I saw it grow to be like, 
dream like his dream got bigger and bigger every week so keep dreaming kid nah, that's powerful. Keep, keep on doing that's it powerful but before we wrap up can you give any words to young entrepreneurs uh trey that any kids like what's your advice for for young entrepreneurs kids that may be interested in business uh here are like some tips from me um it's like find your passion Find, like, what comes easy to you and hard to others. Find your passion, you know, and, and run with it. Um, two is, like, your network is your net worth. Like, the people that you hang around, um, you know, determines, like, really who you're who, 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 who you going to be. Like, um, if I hang around five millionaires every day, you know, I'm, I'm done to be, like, the sixth one. Um, third one is just when you get started doing what you're doing, Stay consistent at it. Um, not the, like staying consistent. Um, a wise man said, "If you persistent, you will get it. But if you consistent, you will keep it." Um, and you know that's that's like that goes back to like the the brand, you know, consistency. Like when I always had the yeah, the, what's that? brand recognition. Yeah, like brand recognition. Like um, I always had the same T shirt on, you know, for months straight. You know, that's consistency. Like, me going out to the barbershops every Saturday, that's consistency. Like, um, it's so easy to get it, um, but it's easy to drop the ball as well. So you got to stay consistent. Um, also, just, you know, just staying educated. Um, and, you know, you can learn in many ways. Like, me, school, I can learn. Learn it from you guys' podcasts, um, uh reading books like rich dad poor dad my book i got coming out uh you know education is key and then last one is like affirming positive things like every single day when i get up i'm affirming that i'm gonna have a good day you like it or not like i'm affirming that um i'm affirming i'm i'm affirming positive things every single day i'm affirming that i'm building an empire i'm building a billion dollar brand i'm building that i'm a happy person like i'm affirming everything like that like I am happy. I am strong. I'm powerful. I'm courageous. Like um, I I am successful. I say that stuff every single day in the morning. So when somebody might talk down on me, that like, you know, that don't really affect me because you know self self love is is, is you know it's the best love. Is, yeah, self love is the best love. So that's my tips like to up and coming entrepreneurs, up and coming, you know, just people that's just trying to find yourself. Like find your passion. Your network is your net worth. Staying consistent, um, staying educated, and affirming positive things. That's a lot. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Um, How can the people contact you? Social media, website, all of that information. All right. So, Spurgle Billionaire on Instagram. That's the Spurgle page. But me on Instagram is I, oh, it's I A M T B Flames. Uh, is I A M T B Flames um, with Z at the end. Um, also, Spurgo Billionaire on Instagram, Spurgo on Facebook, Spurgo on YouTube, um, Spurgo on Twitter, Spurgo on Twitter, Spurgo.com where you can get your Spurgo drip. Again, that's Spurgo Billionaire, IMTB Flames, Spurgo on Facebook, Twitter, um, Spurgo.com on every Spurgo.com for your Spurgo drip. Drip, 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 drip. Big drip. Yeah. Troy, yeah, yeah. shout out to everybody on Patreon.com. Y'all know it's our Proud to Pay program. It has grown. Shout out to all our earners, man. I sent out the message. There was some confusion as to why, how to get to EYL University. Everybody should be clear to do that now. 
uh, everybody on EYU University that is our, our weekly seminar, a webinar. We have uh, three classes a week. Uh, we have a mortgage class with MG the Mortgage Guy, our brother, on Mondays. We have a guest webinar on Wednesdays, and Rashad and myself obviously do our webinar on Thursdays. And now we have EYL Espanol. Um, that is going to be nice. starting. Nice. Yeah, cool. yeah. We, 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 we finalizing that, so that's going to be rolled out because we want to make sure that all communities are encompassed in this, this financial literacy learning. So we want to make sure we tackle everybody. So shout out to everybody that's been joining on that and um, supporting the merch as well. Obviously, Rashad has the EYL University hoodie. I'm wearing our trademark logo, Assets Over Liabilities. Um, so, yeah, everybody that's been supporting that, we appreciate it and we love you, of course. Yeah, Patreon revamped as well. There's new features that's added to Patreon. Yep. Um, it's a whole community. Um, so, yeah, Patreon, make sure you check that out. That's that's the way to get episodes early yeah. without ads. Um, and don't forget, subscribe to our YouTube, Apple channels. That's important. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Swear to God. <laughs>